Shalom to all. Today's office is Kubistaf Tzadi. We are starting the fourth line with a brand new Mishnah. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basim, Yaakov, Misha, Her Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yechamil, Mardachai, Ben Rabchaim, his Nishama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Katan Shesiyah, Aviv, a Katan whose father married him off. Now we know that a father can't marry off his son who's a Katan. He can only marry off his daughter who's a Katana. So this marriage really isn't a real marriage. But this kid stuck it out until he became Bar Mitzvah and he stayed married to this wife of his. Ksubasa Kayemes, her Ksuba remains as is. Shamanas Kaima, because based off of that original Ksuba is the reason why he stayed with her. He didn't write a new ksuba for her once he turned 13, so since he's married to her based off the original ksuba, she still gets this ksuba. Another similar case, Gershon is Gary Ishta Imai, a Ger whose wife was Megari with him. We had two non-Jews married to each other. He had written her ksuba. Obviously, it's not a real ksuba because they're not Jewish, but then they both became Gerim. So Misha tells Ksubasa Kayemes, her ksuba remains as is, meaning as was before they became Jewish. Shaman asking Kaima because based off that original ksuba is why he still married her. So even though he didn't write her new ksuba, she still gets her ksuba. The Gemara tells us, Amravhuna, Loi Shanu, this was only taught Elamana Masayim. She gets to collect Manu or Masayim, depending if she was a Basula or Baula, Avot Tesefes, Einla, she doesn't get the Tesefes Ksuba. Anything he had added onto that original Ksuba beyond that Manu Masayim, that she doesn't collect. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, I feel Tesefes Yeshla, she even gets the Tesefes. But now the Gemara asks the question, Mesa, we have a breast that says, Chidshu, if he added something onto this Ksuba after he became Bar Mitzvah or after he became a Ger, Noitelus Masha Chidshu, she can take that which was added on. What do we learn from here? Chidshu in, like Chidshu Loi. It's only if he added something onto the Ksuba afterwards, so then she can take that which was added on. But if he didn't add anything onto the Ksuba, after he became 13 or after he became a ger, so then she does not collect the tesefes, she only collects the basic payment. So Gemara says, af the way we should understand this b'risa is even that which he added on. If he added something on after he turned 13 or after he became a ger, so she not only collects that, but she also collects everything from the original ksuba, even the tesefes. The Gemara says that can't be because of a halaytaniach, he doesn't say that in the b'risa, we have a b'risa that says, if he added something on, so then she gets to take that which was added on. If he didn't add anything on, if she was Basula, she gets 200. If she's an Almana, she only gets a mana. So we clearly see that she does not get the Tosefes of her original Ksuba, she only gets the base payment. And we conclude, Tifta de Rav Yehuda, this is a disproof to Rav Yehuda. And Ethic Marshall explains Rav Yehuda's Shita. Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, he made a mistake based on Vera Mishnah. How is that? Whosoever he thought Ksuba Sakayama. So when the Mishnah says her Ksuba is Kayam, Akula Milsakai, that's going on her entire Ksuba, even her Tosefes. For Lahi, but that's not so. Iker Ksuba Kai, it's going on the Iker Ksuba, her mana or Masayim, it's not going on the Tosefes. For finishing the ninth parak of Masechus Ksubas, just like we finished this parak together, we should be zeichar to finish the entire Masechus together, and of course, all of Shas together. And the Mishnah tells us, Misha Yonasu Shteyn Hashem, someone who was married to two wives, Umes, and then he died. Harishana Kedemus Lashnia. The first one takes priority over the second one, meaning the first one collects her Ksuba before the second one gets to collect her Ksuba. The Yarsh Harishana Kedemli Yashishnia, and the Yarshim of the first wife get to collect before the Yarshim of the second wife. That's obviously talking about a scenario where both of his wives died after he died, so now it's up to the Yarshim to collect the Ksuba. But now let's say, Nasar Sarishina Umesa. He married this first wife, let's say Ruvain married Leah, and then she died. Nasa Shnia, he married a second wife, Rachel, Umes who, and then he died. Shnia of Yarshel, Kaidmil Yasharishina, the second one in her Yarshem, meaning Rachel and her Yarshem, come before the Yarshem of the first one. Now we're gonna get more into this case on Ahmad Bayes, but the basic difference here is as follows. Leah's Yarshem are collecting the Ksubasman and Dechrin, which is only considered a Yerusha. Rachel's Yarshem are collecting as Bali Chaiv, so they take precedence. Now the Gemara begins with analyzing the first part of the Mishnah, meaning Tani Harishina Kedemsal Shnia from the fact that the Mishnah says that the first one comes before the second one, Velaikatani, but the Mishnah doesn't say Harishina Yeshla Vashniya Inla that the first one gets and the second one doesn't get. So Mikhlal then implies the Ikat Moshniya Vatafsa, if the second one came along and grabbed her Ksuba before the first one got it, Lemafkina we know we're not going to take it away from her. And if that's a correct inference from the Mishnah, then Shmamino we learn from there, Balchaiv Mu'khar Shakadam Vagava, a Balchaiv which really came later, if he came along first and collected, so Masha Gava Gava, whatever he collected, he collected, and he's allowed to keep it. Let's say Ruven borrowed money from Shimon, 
and they'll later on borrow money from Levi. So technically, he should pay them back in order, Shimon and the Levi. Let's say Levi came along and took money from Reuven before Shimon did, so we would say that Masha Gava Gava, whatever he collected, he's allowed to keep that. That's what we would learn from our Mishnah. Then the Gemara says it's not a right, because La'am Emelachai could really tell you Masha Gava Lei Gava, that if this Baal Chayv Mo'achar, if this later Baal Chayv came along and collected something, it's not a valid collection, he'd have to give it back. And so now we have to understand the Mishnah, Umay Kodemes, what does it mean that the first one comes before the second one? Legamri Katani. It really means she comes before her completely. She has complete precedence, which means the second one wouldn't get at all if there's not enough money for both of them. Ketanan, we have a Mishnah just like this. Ben Kaidem Labas. A Ben is Kaidem to Abbas when it comes to Yerusha. Now we know that when there's Yerusha and their sons and daughters, the daughters don't get it all. So this Lashon of Kaidem means Kaidem Legamri. The sons take complete precedence over the daughters, meaning the daughters don't get it all if they're sons. And now the Gemara makes the exact opposite idea. some say, since the Mishnah didn't say, that if the second one took before the first, we're not going to take it away from her, since our Mishnah didn't say that, that implies, that if the second one went and took before the first, we are going to take it away from the second one. And we would learn from there, that if a Baal came and he took money before the Baal that was before him, so whatever he collected is not valid, and we're going to take that money away from him. But the Gemara says that's not a right, because really I could tell you the Masha Gava Gava, that if a Baal Chayv collected, whatever he collected is valid, and he's allowed to keep it. And now we just have to explain the Mishnah. Since the second part of the Mishnah said that the second one comes before the Yarshim of the first one, so it's on top. That's what the first part of the Mishnah says, but we can't make this diak that we wanted to make out of there. And we continue explaining the next part of the Mishnah, so this was the case where he married the first woman, we're going to call her Leah, then she died, he married the second wife, Rachel, and then he died. Now before we continue, we're going to be getting into a discussion about Ksubis Menendechrin. Let's remind ourselves what Ksubis Menendechrin is. Remember, a woman gets married, her father gives a generous dowry, and he wants for it to remain within the family, because usually if a woman dies, her husband inherits all of her possessions, and then if this husband dies, all these possessions get inherited by the husband's yarshim, even if they're from a different marriage. So Ksubis Menendechrin stipulates that in the event of the woman's death prior to her husband's, her children receive that which she brought into the marriage after her husband died. Now we have learned that when her children get the Ksubis Menendechrin, it's considered a Yerusha. Now this as opposed to a Ksuba, that when a Ksuba needs to be paid, it's considered a Chayv, a debt, and not a Yerusha. And this is going to be something that we're going to find throughout this Gemara. The difference between collecting Ksuba right after he dies, the regular Ksuba, along with the Ksubis Menendechrin, which that is just a regular Chayv, whereas if the Yarshim are just collecting the Ksubis Menendechrin, that's considered a Yerusha and not a Chayv. And another important point before we continue, Ksubis Menendechrin is only paid out if there is Meiser, if there's extra. So as we said, Reuven has two wives, Leah and Rachel, both of them have Ksubis Menendechrin, so let's say each of their Ksubis Menendechrin is $100. Reuven dies and leaves over $210, so each set of Yarshim is allowed to collect their Ksubis Menendechrin. Why is that? Because there's Meiser. There is some money left over to be Mekayim, the regular Yerusha. The $10 remaining is considered regular Yerusha, which is split evenly between the two sides. Now, usually the Ksubis Menendechrin of both sides probably isn't even. It's very possible one of the Ksubis Menendechrin is 150 the other one is 50 but the bottom line is that we have to have Meiser Dinar in order to allow them to collect their respective Ksubis Menendechrin. So now, armed with that knowledge, the Gemara says, Shmamina Talas, we learned three different things from this case of the Mishnah. Shmamina, we learned that Achaz Bechayev Achaz Bemaisai, if one of his wives died while he was alive, the other one died after he died, Yeshlang Ksubis Menendechrin, both sides still collect their Ksubis Menendechrin. Avalechashin Alinsuya, we wouldn't have to be afraid that there's going to be some sort of argument, and we're going to explain what that argument is in a moment. Now, Mimai, how do we see that from the Mishnah? Megutani, from the fact that it said, Shniyav Yarsheha, Kaidmin Liyasharishaina, that the second wife and her Yarshim, if she died, they come before the Yarshim of the first wife. And what do we learn from there? Miktam Hudakadmi, the second one comes before the first one, but Ha'ika, Shakli, if there's enough to go around for everyone to receive, then the Yarshim of the first wife would also receive her Ksubis Menendechrin. Now, let's just understand what this potential chashash for insuye for argument is. So, in both 
both wives die before the husband do, so both sets of children are on the same playing field, both collecting the respective ksubas and there's not going to be any room for fighting. But in this case, when Leah died before Ruvain, and then Rachel died after Ruvain, so Rachel's Yarshim are collecting her ksuba as Bali Chayv, as we had said previously. Since she died after her husband died, so her Yarshim are collecting it just like regular Bali Chayv. Now, Leah's Yarshim are collecting ksubas and but again, they're collecting it as Yarshim, as we had said previously. So Rachel's Yarshim might make issues and say, hey, it's not fair that Leah's Yarshim are getting more of the Yerusha than us, and Leah's Yarshim can't respond, yeah, but you're getting your mother's ksuba also, because, just as we said, Rachel's Yarshim are collecting the ksuba as Balei Chayv, not as Yarshim. In other words, when we zoom in on just the Yerusha part of the state, it turns out that Leah's side is getting more than Rachel's, and that could be a cause for fighting, for Insuyeg. But the Chiddush over here is that even though it was Achas B'chayev, Achas B'moysay, one wife died before he died, one wife died afterwards, there wouldn't have to be Chashit that there's going to be fighting, and everyone's going to get their ksuba Number two, the Gemara continues, the Shema Minah, we also learn, Ksuba Nasus Moisel Chaverta, that one Ksuba is considered the Miser for the other one. Mimai, how do we know that? Midalai Im Miser Dinner. From the fact that our Mishnah didn't say anything about there being Miser Dinner, it must be that since we're saying that both of them could collect their Ksubas Menendechrin, it must be that Rachel's Ksuba is considered the Miser Dinner for Leah's Ksubas Menendechrin. Which means, let's say Leah's Ksuba is 150 and Rachel's Ksuba is 100 and there's no Miser Dinner, the fact that Rachel's Ksuba is being collected as a Chayv and not as a that's considered like a Meiser Diner for Leia's Ksuba, and that's why Leia's Ksuba's Menendechrin is allowed to be collected. And number three is Ushma Amino, we learn from here, Ksuba's Menendechrin, Loi Tarfim Mishabdi, that Ksuba's Menendechrin is not allowed to be taken away from Nechasim Mishubadim. These Akadaita and Tarfim Mishabdi, if we want to say that Leia's Yarshim could collect her Ksuba's Menendechrin from Mishubadim, Leia's Ubenei Rishayin of Latrafinul Beneishniya, then even if there isn't enough properties for both, we should just say that Leia's Yarshim should be allowed to take property away from Rachel's Yarshim. And from the fact that we don't say that, it must be that Ksuba's Menendechrin can't be taken away from Mishubadim. But now, Maskal Ravashi. Ravashi is going to ask on the first two points. Mimai, who says our first point is correct? Perhaps I'll tell you that if one wife dies when he's still alive, one wife dies after he died, they're not going to be allowed to take their ksubas benedichrin. So my Kaidmin, what's his lashon in the Mishnah? That the second one comes before the first, but it implies that if there's enough, the first one's also going to get her ksubas benedichrin. Lenachlaktani, it's just talking about the nachla, it's talking about the regular Yerusha, meaning the second one is going to get her ksuba first, and only then they're going to split the Yerusha. But it doesn't mean that the first one gets her ksubas benedichrin. And Vachitim, if you're going to ask, Yarsha Yishayna Lamali, so why does the Mishnah even have to say Yarsha Yishayna? They're not specifically the Yarshim of the first wife, they're just regular Yarshim because they're not getting anything that's specific to the first wife. So the answer to that is Ayatana Shni of Yarsheha, since the Mishnah says the second one in her Yarshim, Tananami Yarsha Yishayna. So we also mentioned the Yarshim of the first one. Now here's Ravashi's question on the second point. Udika Amrit, that which you had said, the Ksuba Nasas Maisel Chaverta, the Ksuba is considered a Maisar for the other one, perhaps the Ksuba is not considered a Meiser Diner for the other one to allow Leia's Yarshim to collect your Ksubas Benedechrin. It's very possible that we're talking about a situation over here where there was Meiser Diner, and that's why both of them are able to collect their Ksubas Benedechrin. So Ravashi just asked on two of the points that we tried to learn out of the Mishnah. But now we continue. This concept of one of his wives died when he was alive, his other wife died after he died, that they both could collect their Ksubas Benedechrin, that's really Machlaikas Tanaim. One of them died when he was alive, one of them died after he died, the sons of Leah are able to tell the sons of Rachel, you're collecting a chayv, you're collecting your mother's ksuba and your bali chayv. Take your mother's ksuba and leave, and now we're going to collect the ksuba for our mother. Now, Rabbi Kiva Aimer, he argues, and he says, The nachla already jumped from in front of the b'nei rishayna, and now it's fallen to the b'nei shniya. That's because the first wife died when Reuven was alive, the second one died after Reuven died, so she has kadima. So, my love, 
mustn't we say that this is what they're arguing about? The Marsover, the bananas hold Achaz Bachai Vachas Bamaisa Yashlang Subusman and Dechrin. Then when one dies before he died, one died after he died, they both collect their Subusman and Dechrin. Umar Savar and Rabbi holds Achaz Bachai Vachas Bamaisa Elohen Subusman and Dechrin. Then in such a case, they do not get their Subusman and Dechrin. So now Amar Rabbi, he commented on this. Ashkhasin Ul Rabban in the Bay Rav, I found the Rabban of Rav's Majors to Yasuf Kamri, they were sitting and saying, Dukuli Alma Achaz Bachai Vachas Bamaisa Yashlang Subusman and Dechrin. Everyone holds, and in this case, both of them are going to collect their Subusman and Dechrin. Over here, they're arguing, is the Ksuba able to be considered a Miser for the other one? And also, if there's Balchayv involved over here, is that going to be considered a Miser or not? That's where Machleik is. Marsav Bananas holds Ksuba Nasas Miser Lechaverta Vuhadin Balchayv, and Umarsav Rabbi Kiva holds Ain Ksuba Nasas Miser Lechaverta Vuhadin Balchayv. So that's what the Rabban of Bey Rav were sitting and talking about. I told him, said Rabba, that Balchayv, when we're dealing with Balchayv, everyone agrees that that's considered Miser. So we have two wives that want to collect their Ksubas Ben Indechrin, and after the Ksubas Ben Indechrin are collected, there's only $10 left, but that $10 is owed to a Balchayv, everyone would agree that that's still considered like Meiser Diner, because that's being yarshined by both sides, and now they just have to pay a Balchayv with it. Keep Ligi, the only thing they're arguing about over here is Biksuba, when the only thing which is extra over here is one of the women's Ksuba. But I'm asking Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef asked, Ihachi, if that's really so, Rabbi Kiva, I mean Rabbi Kiva had said, Kfar Kafsa Nachla, that the Nachla already jumped from the first one to the second one, implying that the first one completely loses her Ksubas Ben Indechrin. But if what we just said is true, meaning that they're arguing about Meiser Diner, so all Rabbi Kiva should have said is if there's a Meiser Diner, so then number one can collect her Ksubas Ben If not, she can't. Why did he use this Lashen that implies that she completely loses her Ksubas Ben So Alham Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef goes back to our original understanding. Really, these Tanaim are arguing about Achaz B'chayi V'achaz B'maysai. And we continue, These Tanaim, Benanis and Rabbi Kiva, are just like the following Tanaim. We have a Braisa. If he married the first wife, Leah, and then she died. Then he married the second wife, that's Rachel, Umesu, and then he died. The sons of this one, meaning of the second wife, can come after she dies. And they can take their mother's ksuba. Now, Rabbi Shimon says, If there's a Meiser Diner here, both of them get their mother's ksuba, meaning the ksuba. If there isn't a Meiser Diner, and there's only the precise amounts that can be used to pay out each one's ksuba, so then we have to split everything evenly. Now, my lab, won't we say that this is what they're arguing about? Their Shimon holds in such a case they will get their Ksubas Ben Indechrin, and Umar Savar Achaz B'chayi Vachaz B'maysay Elam Ksubas Ben Indechrin. The Tanakama holds, and in such a case they do not get a Ksubas Ben Indechrin. So it seems to me that we have two separate Machlekes Tanoim about this. So Gemara says, Loi, that's not a raya. We really could say that both of them agree, meaning the Tanakama and Rab Shimon both agree that in this case of Achaz B'chayi Vachaz B'maysay, they both will get their Ksubas Ben Indechrin. So what's their Machlekes? Sadi Alpha Mid Alpha on top of Hachabdina Merkarke Kamiflagi. They're arguing about whether this Meiser Diner has to come from Karka or if it could be Metaltolin. Marsar Ritanakam holds Makarki in Metaltoliloi that only if the Meister Diner that we have over here is a Diner of Karka, so then they both get collected Ksubas and Dechrin. But if it's Metaltolin, then they cannot collect Ksubas and Dechrin. That's not considered Meister Diner. Marsar and Shimon holds a feel Metaltoli, even if this Meister Diner is only Metaltolin, still will say that's considered Meister Diner. Ask the Gemara, hold on. Mimas is Armatachi, could we really say that? But then we have a Mishnah. Shimon and Shimon says, a feel Yesham Nechasim Shainla Machrayas, even if they're in a Chasim over here, they're in Laham Achrayas, which means Metaltolin. Ain Unklom, that's not considered like anything. The only way they can collect Ksubas Ben Indechrin is if we have Nechasim Shiesh Lahem which means Karka, more than both of the Ksubas, one dinar, and only then they're allowed to take their Ksubas Ben Indechrin. So now we have another attempt at Elohacha B'dinar Meshabdi Kamiflagi. Their homachlik is, could this Meister Dinar be Meshubadim? For example, Reuven had these two wives, and Reuven died, but someone else owed him money. So can we consider that money owed to Reuven's estate as Meister Dinar? Meister Vatanakama holds a Menei Chayron in Meshabdi Lai, that only if the 
Maeser Diner is Mimnei Chayrin, meaning it's accessible right now, but not if it's Meshubadim. That's not considered Maeser Diner. Umar Sovereign Rabshim and holds Afilu Meshabdi, even if the only way we have this Maeser Diner is if it's Meshubadim, still that's considered Maeser Diner. The Gemara Sihachi, if that's really so, we know that Rabshim and Omer Rabshim says Imyesha Maeser Diner, if there's a Maeser Diner, which is Mashmah, the Rabshim is more Mashmah the Tanakama, only if there's Maeser Diner, so then we'll allow them both to collect it. But based off of what we just said now, really we should say something different. Really, it should be Kivan Shesha Maeser Diner really should have said, since there's a Maeser Diner, we can collect with it. Because according to the way we just explained now, Reb Shimon is more Mekel Tanakama, not more Machmer than him. So now we have a third option of what they could be arguing about. They're arguing about if this Maeser Diner could be less than a Diner. It doesn't have to be exactly a Diner, or could it be less than a Diner? Meyer Sarva Tanakama holds Diner in Pachas Medina Loi. It's got to be a Diner and not less than that. Meyer Sarva Reb Shimon holds Afilu Pachas Medina. Even if it's less than a Diner, that's still considered Maeser Diner. Ask the Gemara, how could that be? Reb Shimon Diner Ka'amar. Reb Shimon himself said the word Diner. And Vachitim, if you want to say Apoch. Okay, let's switch around the shitas. And really, Reb Shimon is the Machmer one, and Tanakama is the Mekel one. But that also can't be because Tanakama demasisa nami diner ka'amar. The Tanakama of our Mishnah also said a diner. So both Reb Shimon and Tanakama hold that Moisa diner has to be a diner, and it can't be less than that. So Gemara says you're right. Eloki hanach trelish noy kamai. It must be the machlekes between the Tanakama and Reb Shimon is one of the two original options. Namely, is the Moisa diner allowed to be from a Talthlin or is it allowed to be from Mishubadim? The Apoch and we'll switch their shitas around. Meaning the Tanakama is the Mekel one, and Reb Shimon is the Machmer one. So we conclude this by saying that we do not have a raya that the Tanakama and Reb Shimon are arguing in this case of Achaz B'chai of Achaz B'maisai. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about the sugya. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.